This week, on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite female action characters. Hello and welcome to another exciting mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm very excited. I'm John Rooney. Oh, okay, good. Uh, and this week, uh, because next week we are discussing the 2017 uh, film Wonder Woman, this week we're going to take some time out and discuss our favorite uh, female action characters. Uh, you know, uh, I hate I hate the word using the word heroines because anyone can be a hero. It does not matter. Heroes perfectly fine. I mean, we could be heroes just for one day. Sure, or we could just be heroine and like. You know, get into some spoons and like, you know, yeah. maybe light them up, maybe tie off some arms. Yeah. John? Give Lou Reed something to sing about for once. John, you holding? Are you holding, John? <laughs> yeah, I'm holding Caulfield. You nailed it. Ooh. I'm itching, right? man. Shitty book. Gross. A very shitty book. Shittiest book. Right? In fact, I'm going to go on record. Fuck you, J.D. Salinger. Yeah, no kidding. That book sucks. And you have to be an asshole to like it. Right? You have to be an asshole to want to write it. There is, yeah, there's a weird delineation there, and I hate to to like go off on a weird tangent so early on. (laughs) Uh, This is so unlike us. Never do this. Uh, But yeah, there's this weird delineation of people that either love that book, and it means so much to them, and it helped them so much when they were a shitty teenager... Or, like us, are like, this book's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, the one character that is nice to him in his school early on, and he goes out of his way to say, she has fucking bad nails and looks dumb. Oh, my God. If I read the word phony in that book, like, one more time, <laughs> I was going to hunt that bastard down and kill him myself. <laughs> something, something, ducks. Oh, uh, so. God. Moving on, we're yeah. going to be discussing our favorite uh, female action characters. Let's go around the home. We'll start with you, John. Who's your favorite female action character? I'm going to go for a recent one and uh, a needlessly controversial choice. Uh, controversial because shitheads on the internet are fucking shitheads. They sure are. Uh, but I'm going to go for Rose from The Last Jedi. Ah, yes. Uh, played by Kelly Marie Tran. Um, yeah. Who uh, uh, just recently wrote a really big article about like shitty internet trolls being fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, yes. I saw that. A very powerful article. Yeah. Um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, Rose Tico, uh, great character in yeah. Last Jedi. Super great. Uh, she is really great as a personal audience surrogate for me because she is just super excited to be hanging out with all these really cool fucking characters in a Star Wars movie. Right, right? yeah. Uh, and then I politically align very close to her wanting to put her fist through a city of rich war profiteers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love the final message that she has of just like, look, we're only going to win this war through compassion for each other and not hatred of an other. Which I think is a very interesting thing for a war movie to take. Sure, sure. Uh, especially one that sort of celebrates the sort of cartoony good versus evil dynamic that the Star Wars movies kind of rely on as their bread and butter. Of course. True. Yeah. Uh, what I like about Rose Tico as a character is uh, she is basically like a maintenance person on this ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she just, like, hangs out by the escape pods. And, like, yeah, her sister was, like, a war hero. She yeah. flew a bomber that took out a dreadnought and, you know, again, in a very Star Wars move, sacrificed herself for the greater battle, only to kind of have that sacrifice not really mean much of anything because destroying that dreadnought actually put the resistance 
in a worse position because they lost so many resources trying to take out one ship. Yeah, off but that's Poe's fault. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then only for an even bigger ship yeah. to show up. <laughs> right. Like, it was such a... Like, I am so... I Fuck it. Again, like, the stupid shitheads that are like, how come Leia was mean to Poe when he was being a badass? And it's like... Because that victory was hollow and meaningless and only existed to stroke his ego. It's the definition of a Pyrrhic victory. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, but what I love about Rose is that she is literally this kind of like lowly maintenance person like working in like the below decks of this yeah. gross grody ship. Right. And she finds herself in the midst of this great adventure and with probably no military training at all is able to infiltrate a casino, break out of jail... Uh, get a master code breaker and infiltrate literally the leader of the <laughs> yeah. the leader of the bad guy's ship. You know, Supreme Leader Snoke, the most powerful force user that exists right now. Yeah. Uh, and they're able to get in there. They escape. They fight their way out. She can pilot one of those fucking sweet salt speeder things. Yeah. She, she, saves- she gets to ride a fucking giant horse dog. Yeah. yeah. And she's, again, like, fuck up a bunch of rich people's shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm down for. Because when she's done, they let the horse dogs go. Yeah. yeah except, for the horse the, dogs. except for the one poor horse dog who gets, like, tased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough break that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, she's a fantastic character. I love that character. Uh, and the people who uh, are, say that, like, Star Wars is bad because a, you know, a person of color is a lead character. Well, guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And what is very interesting about a lot of the new characters that they've brought up, the aside from Poe, who is kind of like a hotshot with a high military rank, uh, you've got Finn, you've got Rey, you've got Rose, uh, and these are all characters who were literally like janitors and junk collectors. Uh, and as Last Jedi very specifically points out, they are not predestined to be heroes. Right. right. They simply find themselves in these positions and have a like an excuse to behave heroically. Yeah, what's that thing like ordinary people in extraordinary situations? Uh, no, Ordinary People is a real good movie from the 80s? I think oh yeah, it's right. a Robert yeah. Redford movie. Yeah, that's yeah. no. fucking solid. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. Isn't Donald Sutherland in that? Yes, correct. Nice, rad. That uh, guy's voice, oh, oh, so yeah. good, golden. I love the. He's doing like an iced tea commercial for podcasts now, nice. and it is just delightful. Well, I'm glad that Donald Sutherland is finally shilling for one of my favorite rappers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I want to hear Donald Sutherland <laughs> recite the lyrics of Cop Killers so bad. So apparently uh, the guy in who uh, in the cartoon show The Critic, the guy who voiced Jay Sherman's dad, that very waspy voice is apparently not too far from that actor's just normal speaking voice. And apparently he is super into 90s gangster rap. <laughs> <laughs> and would like talk about how like... Yes, you know, the new Dre, you know, he's really going back to style on this one, and he's really bringing back a lot of that hard edge that I think he's lost after he met Eminem. Oh, goodness. That's amazing. I would pay so much money to just have him talk intelligently about gangster rap and 90s hip-hop. <laughs> uh, but going back to that thing real quick about uh, about people being butthurt about people of color being in those movies or women uh, specifically. Yeah, or just non-white men. Sure, sure. But everyone, like, they, they all complain about they complain about Ray being a woman. They complain about, you know, Kelly Marie Tran and John Bega, you know, not being white people. No one ever gets mad about Oscar Isaac. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like, the dude's Guatemalan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, guys, 
He's you're you're all just like pose the best, yeah. <laughs> right? Fucking idiots. It's yes. weird because Star Wars Did is you not say a that racists or idiots. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd be that generous to them. <laughs> yeah, just <Yeah>. idiots. <laughs> it's even weirder that Star Wars never like. It does not use machismo as a currency. I mean, it had Harrison Ford in it, so I mean, there's an, I, I can see an extent to that, but it's not one of those franchises. I mean, even that Harrison Ford, like Han Solo, was not a hero until he was able to let go of that like stupid machismo Macho stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was the thing when he was full of machismo, he was constantly a failure. Right, like, right. The whole he's in the situation that he's in because he fucked up. Yeah. Right, and like any time Star Wars, like in the like Legends universe kind of tried to have like a very classic Buck Rogers like man of science, man of action it would be like fucking Dash Rendar (laughs) who the fuck gives a shit about Dash fucking Rendar? I'm gonna say it again Shadows of the Empire, fun game. It's a great first level. It's a fun game (laughs) It's a really fun game. Oh goodness Uh, That that level on Ord Mantell dope. Uh, So you get to fight IG-88, it's so cool Sure, get to <laughs> Whatever, you're just mad that they didn't get to fight Dengar. A little bit. He could, like, <laughs> throw toilet paper at you. <laughs> uh, moving on, Patrick, favorite uh, female action character. Uh, I am going to go with the queen of female action characters. The queen? The queen. Yeah, she's great. No. <laughs> Ellen Ripley. Yes. Not only is she great in Aliens, which is not, or Alien, which is not really all that action-y. I mean, it's more of like a suspense though. It's a haunted house movie but, in uh, a spaceship. But by the time she straps herself into the walking mech and is like, come on, bitch queen, that's good stuff. Yeah, stay away Top from her, quality you bitch. stuff. Unfortunately, Ellen Ripley turns out to be in a couple of other movies after that that are a little touch and go. But there's that one where she's a clone. There's that one where she makes out with an alien. Those are both the same movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No, for some reason I thought Alien 3 is when she was a clone. But no, that was the last true Ripley. Yeah, that's the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Ripley uh, once again gets put into a pod and is picked up by people. Yeah, the prison shit. Yeah, Yeah. and then she hangs out with uh, fucking... uh, New Tywin Lannister and Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then no, Newt, no, it's very. They make it very clear that Newt, Newt is, is dead. dead, as also was Michael Bean's character, because neither of them wanted to take a pay cut. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as far as Ripley, I choose not to believe it in Alien Resurrection. Yeah, let's just not. Let's just Alien. Uh, the Alien franchise is best thought of stopping it too. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is one good moment in Alien Resurrection, and that is when Ellen Ripley drops like a like over the shoulder like half court basketball shot. Yeah, and Ron Perlman nearly ruins the take by like bursting out into laughter because yeah. it took so long to get that shot. And that and but and the fact that like they totally could have just like done it with like trickery of because it goes way. out of frame yeah. right before it lands in. Yeah, but the fact that 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 Sigourney Weaver. Uh, who plays Ellen Ripley. We should have mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, the fact that she like insisted upon just fucking making the shot and, it, and yeah. eventually did is amazing. Awesome. Yeah, and I think uh, I think the director even said, you know, like, oh, Sigourney, you know, like, I, do you want to try it again? Because it goes out of frame and no one's going to believe you that you did that. And she said, yes, they will, because I will never stop telling this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, Ellen Ripley, again, it's another character who kind of starts off. She works literally on a fucking space yeah, truck. She's just like one of the scientists on the space truck. But she's not even a scientist. They're like space janitors. They like go around and like fucking haul junk and shit. Yeah. It is the only alien movie where it makes sense for the main characters to put their face right up against an alien egg. Yeah, because yeah. they are not smart. Because they are not smart. They are not trained on how to deal with like xeno material. They have and no idea, yeah. They have never seen an alien egg before. Right. Every single movie after that where a trained scientist or military professional who is well-versed in xenomorph biology is just like, well, this fucking egg, I guess, smells real good. <laughs> I'll go right up to it. Yeah. Hey, it's opening. I'm going to get a little closer. <laughs> well, Come a little bit closer, you're my kind of face hugger. <laughs> it's literally called a face hugger, you right? idiots. But the fact that she is able to, again, like, work from such a very lowly position with no combat training or anything, and then by the end of Aliens, she's got a fucking flamethrower and a pulse rifle, and she's mowing down fucking aliens left and right. She diehards it. Yeah, man. And she always saves the cat. Correct. That's true. Jonesy. Good old Jonesy. Uh, Yeah, fantastic. Oh, good choice. Ellen Ripley. Ellen Ripley. Key. Uh, Mark, favorite uh, female action character. Uh, I'm going to go with a character who is uh, not a film character, it's a television character, uh, but a favorite of mine, and that is uh, Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, played by Maisie, uh, Maisie Williams there. Right uh, that character's got a, 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 just a fantastic arc of going from just like little tomboy girl who, who's clearly like got like a, a knack for combat, like she's shooting bows and arrows and shit like that, and then becomes full on straight up assassin. <laughs> Like, yeah. faceless person. It's nice. awesome. Yeah. I, I do love uh, particularly the scene where, as spoiler light as I can make it, she is gotten afoul of an assassin, like, collective. And the girl who is about her age, who is also being trained in this same collective is tasked with killing her. Yeah, she like, and Terminator runs her down intense almost. Intense chase through this highly populated city of just a lot of like cat and mouse games going on that is just incredibly tense. Yes. Nice. Uh, and I mean, uh, Maisie Williams like has gone through a lot of training obviously with like swords and stuff like that. And she is super comfortable like like fighting with the swords and daggers that she is in the show like she has a couple great sword fights that are fantastic like in the most recent season there's a scene where like they're they're up at like the wall or something like that or maybe they're at Winterfell and like Brienne of Tarth and Arya Stark are there and they like spar for a little bit oh yeah yeah and you're just like holy shit these are like the two most like badass people in the world and it's like two women and they're like basically fight to a standstill and it's just really awesome it's Mm -hmm. fantastic and they did an incredible job casting that show uh, because that actor just is made of pure charisma oh absolutely she is intensely watchable Right, you know? and she is like she's also like very funny and yeah. very charming uh, at the same time. Like you know, she goes to work for an assassin's company. Their whole spiel is, yeah, we kill people and then take their faces, and then when you go kill them, we put their faces on your face when we take your. <laughs> it's a face-off thing. Nice, it's straight up a face-off yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, and like even she's kind of like, this is weird that we're taking faces, but all right, because yeah, right. I really want to go back home and kill all the people that I keep reading off my list. Yeah, and um, she's. 
doing it, and it's rad. I love there's, like, one sequence where she, like, pretends to be, like, a beggar girl trying to get some food from some soldiers and then just slits all of their throats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Like, the the one scene where uh, fucking singing boy that everyone was mad was in the show for that one episode. Ed Sheeran. Uh, When she, like, stumbles upon... Singing boy. Yeah. Nice. Singing dragon boy. Good call. Uh, when she... Uh, he's a Lannister. He is a singing lion boy. True. Uh, but when she, like, comes across that Lannister army dispatch out in the woods... Right. Uh, and, you know, they've all got their big burly weapons and they're all very mistrustful of her. And I am scared for them. Right. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. When is one of them going to say something they shouldn't have said and just have an ocean of blood? Yeah, because she just graduated from Secret Assassin Face-Off School. <laughs> yes. Uh, awesome. Do we have any uh, let's, uh, any honorable mention uh, female action characters we want to get out there? Definitely Sarah Connor. Oh, for sure. Especially Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor in uh, Terminator 2, where she uh, beats the crap out of people with nightsticks. Correct. That's yep. fucking sweet. Uh, and before that, a piece of a broken off mop handle. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is like the second best thing to beat the crap out of somebody with. That yeah. isn't a nightstick. Correct. True. She also has that sweet pump action shotgun that she blows the yeah, fucking T-1000 up with. Yeah, one-handed. She just yeah. keeps cocking it one-handed. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, that was like one of my favorite things to do. Like we had these blocks at like oh, yeah, our yeah. school and like I would just pretend it was that shotgun yeah. and be like, clack, clack. And like nine times out of ten, the block would just like fly out of my hand <laughs> on that click or just drop it onto my foot or something uh, like that. Yeah. But oh, it was so cool. I wanted to be, I wanted to be like Sarah Connor so much when I was little. <laughs> right? Uh, John, any honorable mention? Oh, yeah. Uh, the action oeuvre of uh, Charlize Theron. Sure. Sure. Uh, Imperator Furiosa from sure. Mad Max Fury Road. Atomic Blonde from Atomic Blonde. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a movie that's like 30 minutes too long, but uh, the action stuff is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's really well done. If she does not end up in a John Wick universe movie or TV show, I'm going to be very disappointed in the world. Sure. The fact that Atomic Blonde isn't part of the John Wickiverse kind of <laughs> makes me upset. Wickiverse. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to add uh, uh, Gina Carano from movie Haywire. Uh the kind of forgotten Steven Soderbergh action movie. Uh, she's not a fantastic actor in the movie, uh, but she doesn't have many lines. Uh, and when she does speak, they've pitched her voice down a couple octaves to make her sound like more like uh, quiet and uh, sure. uh, mysterious. Well, like what they did with Palpatine in uh, Revenge of the Sith, where they make his voice all spooky. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, but the the fights she does in that movie are something special. She. Yeah. Uh, did a lot of the choreography herself and a lot of the actors in the movie like Michael Fassbender Channing Tatum they all did their choreography and she does some amazing like mixed martial arts and traditional like martial arts stuff in that movie and it is mm-hmm. awesome yeah. um, other ones Princess Leia I think sure you yeah. know say Rey there's uh, now that Star Wars a lot of has, the women of Star Wars yeah, 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 yeah. they finally uh, Jen or so yeah, yeah, from yeah. Rogue One yeah uh, Zoe Bell from the life and career of Zoe Bell stunt woman. Yeah. Uh, specifically, she stunt doubled for Uma Thurman in the Kill Bill movies, and then had a starring role in uh, Death Proof. Yep. And then she's one of the like shitty Candyland bounty hunters in uh, Django Unchained. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. the big scarf over her mouth the whole time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. I mean. Yeah. Just chopping people up with swords. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rad. Slice the clank. It's super cool. I remember uh, seeing that movie with my mom in a like dive theater when it was like five dollars, and there were like maybe three other people in the movie theater. 
And it got to the scene where uh, Lucy Liu cuts off the Yakuza guy's head for talking back to her. Yeah. And my mom just bursts into laughter and says, there's not that much blood in a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we'll strap in because we did not get to the House of oh Blue Leaves God. yet. Oh, yeah. You know where they have to go black and white for a couple minutes because it was too red? <laughs> yeah, I got to track down. I've got a DVD copy of the Japanese cut that has the full color extended House of Blue Leaves Ooh. segment. And it is really fucking gory. I'll bet it is. Nice, I like that. Uh, any other honorable mentions we want to bring up? Anyone else we missed? <laughs> this is where you're going to put well, in some music, right? There are a number of uh, actresses who I've seen in uh, Chinese movies that I do not know their names or their character names. <laughs> sure. But I yeah. would totally mention uh, the women who played the lead parts in House of Flying Daggers and Hero are both really, really good. Oh, yeah. They're great fight sequences in those. The two ladies from Ch- uh, Crouching Tiger do really great oh, work. Oh, Michelle Yeoh and Zhang Ziyi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Lucy Lawless... I mean, why not? I why mean, not? Yeah. Xena fucking warrior princess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you know what? Uh, fucking Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Katie Sackhoff from the right. remake of Battlestar yeah, Galactica. I never watched the remake. Oh, so it's pretty know. great. It's awesome. There's a scene where she punches the shit out of Apollo in a boxing ring. It's yeah. great. <laughs> it is a really great like 9-11 war on terror allegory that goes well off the rails right. in its last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, it's a great war on terror allegory until it goes, okay, guys, guess what? Angels are real. (laughs) And they're not just in the outfield anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. And also, I think we're all kind of part robot now. Exciting. Like, the show, I mean, spoiler alert for something that ended 12 years ago or whatever, but the show ends with the Cylons and the humans getting together and I think having sex with cavemen and making new civilization. Weird. It's very bizarre. Okay. And, like, the thing is, like, early on in an episode, like, one of the Cylons is just like, oh, I'm a messenger for God. And you're like, ooh, how's that going to pay off? And then at the end she's like, no, no, literally, God is real. This is monotheism, and I am an actual messenger who has met and communed with the one true God. <laughs> it's like, oh, in the least cool way possible is yeah, how this right, pays off. Yeah. Right. So that's going to do it for this uh, Minnesota Body Counts and Beer. Uh, I am Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. For legal purposes, I am Julian McElmore. Oh, nice to meet you, Macklemore. Yeah, uh, I really loved that song Thrift Shop you did. That's a different Macklemore. Don't worry. Happens all the time. I also oh. don't think you loved that song. Uh, I do, actually. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> it is a banger. It's a fun song. It's got that wah, 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 wah. And oh, that yes. guy with the really deep voice comes out. It was really good. Don't tell anyone, but I like that song, and I'm John Rooney. <gasps> That's why don't tell anyone. And we'll see you next week when we talk about Wonder Woman. Farewell. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating or review. You can like us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or you can email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.